This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Rappentau, Edwin, Anathus Moonscar, Pamela Isley, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelist, Mira Miri, Celesta Nottrell, Lazy Boy, A Wild Sarah, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Storm Arrow, Tex, Kylin, Arthur Law, Beridan Gerard, Cypup, Spencer Christmas, Noy Fafnir, Celine Deloon, Woobster Wolf, Severa, Circa Barakil, AJ Brainswordson, Kazran, Vendostia, Edward Allond, Gregorium, Ryark Forbear, Pizza Pockets, Late in the House, Tony, Arcadia Lunashine, and Paris. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Violence. Good evening, Aorsians. Welcome to Speakers of Fidel in episode 362. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston, Mela Vanadar, and Rolodes. Uh, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, today is August 5th, 2023, and uh, we are uh, we're here to talk about 14 obviously but um we are going to <laughs> dive into <Okay>. some <laughs> some uh wouldn't it be incredible if we were like today we're going to talk about the oh, Jam and Earl. Baldur's Gate 3 Baldur's Gate yeah, 3 yeah, yeah, yeah. right um okay anyways yes uh, we're going to discuss the fan fest again um when we spoke about it last time we were covering the online uh experience mostly but with some we had already gotten reports at the time that there was something that wasn't quite right um, with the uh, IRL situation, um, but we mm. will be talking more about that today now that we have most of the stuff on the table. Most people have come home now and have had time to like tell everyone what it was like. So that's happening. Uh, there's also a Q&A, um, uh, Yoshipi Q&A from FanFest uh, with the press. That we will be uh, going through and discussing today. And we'll be reading your mogmail. Speakersofia.com slash mogmail. Stay tuned for the post show. We'll be answering questions from the syndicate and uh, my immortal. Uh, if <laughs> It's still weird to say that, but that's happening as well. It's getting good. <laughs> yes. I'm really invested. I get Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we have an important announcement. Oh, it's in. Okay. I, I've sort of put it in the wrong place, but uh, I'm just going to say it now. No, I'm well, not going to say it now. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the slide isn't even loaded in, so we're not going to okay. say it now. Okay, everybody, please Who hold. Cares? Please hold. Please hold. We're holding. There it is. Uh, a Gillionaire returns Wowie. on August the 24th for. Calm down <laughs> for patrons. <laughs> Supreme Master and Senior Speakers 
uh, will be able to uh, bear witness to the reboot of Gillionaire. Um, this will be... So, we should probably explain a little bit of the concept this time. Uh, it is no longer going to be speaker versus speaker. We are going to... Um, what? We're going to allow the community to enter the Gillionaire chair. Um, we'll have more information on that later, but uh, if you are a patron, I guess you can, can you can think about it for now. But um, we're 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 working on it. So um, that's on the twenty fourth of August after the Sunday stream. So um, please look forward to that. Uh, that's on the twenty fourth. All right, now we can jump uh, on to uh, recent events. Right. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to just do that. All right. Well, we'll start off with uh, Moonfire Fair. We finally have a date for that. That is kicking off on August 10th at 8 uh, a.m. Um, for GMT. Can I say something quickly? Yeah. You do have to go back. Uh, you listed the date that we have for our internal recording of Cerulean Reactor for Gillionaire. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Is it going to be the 27th? It's the it's a Sunday, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes. So I think it's the 27th. I think it was the 27th. 27th is the date. Sorry. 27th, guys. Look forward to Gillianaire though. <laughs> the 27th. Oh. Not get Cerulean Reactor. Oh, shit. Look. Look that, fuck. Guys. I don't. I'm not going to re-record it. Hopefully you just heard. Over it. Hopefully <laughs> you didn't just close off the video after hearing that Gillianaire announcement. It's on the 27th. <laughs> Uh, you'll be notified uh, when when it's time uh, in the Patreon channels. Uh, okay, anyways, it's a Sunday. That should have been a big uh, flag there. Uh, anyways, moving on. Moonfire Fair. Ooh, Starting on ooh. August 10th uh, from uh, at 8 a.m. Uh, GMT uh, until the 26th at 3 a.m. Well, 14.59 a.m., which is not how... You use that uh, time uh, that you don't add AM to a 24-hour clock. That's just a little do. piece of advice yeah, there to Square Enix <laughs> for the EU uh, team there. Um, but anyways, um, if you can't beat the heat, bring the heat. Huh? If you can't beat the heat, bring the heat. The Moonfire Fair is bringing festoonery and fireworks to the city-states yes. and an exciting new adventure to Costa del Sol. Grab your breeziest outfit and make the most of this summer. It's shaping up to be a scorcher. It's going to be sick. It's like the Conchita Fresh song. Uh, rise like yeah. a phoenix? Yeah, rise yeah, like the phoenix yeah. from the ashes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you just have what? to explain that because you can't just say Conchita Worst. Like most people uh, don't understand Eurovision. the reference. It's a Eurovision reference. Very famous song. Yeah, Excellent. yeah, um, yeah. We're getting the armor is a Phoenix Riser suit and a Phoenix Looks Riser so cool. helmet. Don't have it in the We're slide, like, but it's, it's, it's what you're seeing in the artwork, essentially. The the dude. Yeah. In the front. It the looks like allergic common, to sunshine. Yeah. It's yeah. like common Rider magic, like the helmet a little bit. Yeah. 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 So cool. It's diable, one channel only for now. Mm. Yeah, I have seen some people disappointed that, one, that the outfit is a full body suit, so, like, mm. you can't mix and match the parts with other right. outfits. Yeah. And I've also seen people, <laughs> unsurprisingly, there are people complaining, well, not complaining, but, like, 
Well, I'm complaining. But it's not a, another bathing suit. We literally we have, have so many bathing 20 suits. pieces. Oh, same. How They're many fucking suit? What are you on you, about? Okay, just right. Just, just change the it. die. Just change admit the die. It. Everyone who is complaining, admit it. You won thongs or something like that you want beach thongs and like tiny bras you already have the mods you know you know who you are so don't <laughs> that even is what you want yeah oh no you want the thongs that do the 2b i can i will agree character. i will agree with a lot of complaints about rewards but not about fucking bathing suits there are so many in this game and that some There's of them are real skimpy you know there yeah. are some that can that really don't leave very little to the imagination already so don't even Change the die, make cool it feel better. Common rider out yeah, there. Yeah, come on. We have almost a decade's worth of swimsuits, please. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I understand the complaint about it being one piece, but like, it kind of has to be. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I'm fine with this one being one piece. It's a shame. Yeah, it looks like, so cool. I, I think it. Yeah. Like it yeah. Looks, it, I, I can still use it. Uh, so, anyways, uh, look forward to that. Uh, that uh, is. Uh, what was it? What? <laughs> I know August what the event's 10th. called. August tenth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that senile in... yet. <laughs> um, it's not going to be in the ratings, by the way, or the rankings. It's uh, too modern. Tier list. Right. Mm. Right. Right. Uh, okay. So uh, that's that's that. We'll move on. The uh, round two of the merchandise for uh, FanFest has been released. Uh, so I mean, we looked at. Round one, so it is only fair that we look yeah, at round two. Out, guys. I mean, I'd hope we look at this one. This is the one that's going to be available to most of us. This is the this e is the best one so far. You, I don't know where that you, is coming you keep, from. You keep saying that, and I don't know why you say it. It, it. Are you trying? Is it just because it's in London? Like, is it like some weird like? Where are you trying? You're trying to like plant a false memory for everyone, like, oh yeah, EU had the best merch. <laughs> is that what Are you're you trying? Is it or is it like copium because this is the one that's available to you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It might be. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, it's up to you to decide. Uh, so we'll we'll see. You're the only one that has Jim Jams for two. That's true. Pounds. Oh, it's your mail is being British, Georgi, and we aren't decoding uh, it properly. Uh, he's being sarcastic. All right. So uh, we have uh, the socks. For eighteen ninety nine. Oh, you're pay that much for some fucking socks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're nice, but it's one pair of socks. They better be fucking high quality. Yeah, they. I mean, well, Gogi, they're ten percent so spandex, so you know their quality. Oh. Slash terry cotton, whatever. Oh, they terry have like is. little like air vents. You see that? Oh, your sweaty ankles. Yeah. That's not what, why they're at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Whatever, they're cool. They're cool, but... Yeah. Don't worry, though. That's, like, that's average prices. Yeah, this is the one that has been on my mind for a long time. This one... This is the... So that was the Cactuar socks or whatever we just watched. Uh, this is... Mm. The Final Fantasy XIV Fluffy oh. Leisure Wear or Leisure Wear Loperet. Jimmy Jams. Um, I it, love this one. It, <laughs> I think this is brilliant. I think there's so... What I love... Uh, there's so much I love about this. The yeah. price <laughs> is quite high. Yes, it is. 215 yes. euros. 
That's but, 215? I thought that was 21. No, no, no. no. 215 God. euros. No, but, Rollo, the best God, part of this, this is, is it's made of polyester and polyurethane. It's made of 100% plastic. <laughs> I cannot buy the sweatshop there, fucking There is nothing wear. like, it's not cotton or any natural material. It's not, it's going to feel lovely on your skin. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a plastic terrible. Jimmy Jams for 215 euros. Yeah. But it's kind of, I don't know, there's something yeah, about it. There is no sizing either. Yeah, I was so going like, to say, it's one, one size, size fits all. No, it's one size fits all. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I got a big badonk. So, so I don't yeah, I don't know if your badonk is going to. Yeah. Fit, don't worry. It'll yeah. squeeze. I was so tempted to buy this as a joke, but uh, this uh, very expensive joke. <laughs> yeah, very, I mean, yeah. this this was kind of wild. Like the we colors, we though. joke about a lot of the prices, but this one's kind of like, what the hell is this? What's with the colors? Um, They're so unusual to have that, like all the white mixed in with the, the brown oh, yeah. and the It's kind of like it's an hard on the look. eyes. Like I'm, it's like it's something's off. Like, yeah, it's like... um. I don't know. It's like TV style. Like we're watching through like bad signal on a TV. It's very unusual design. Yeah. But, um, I mean, amazing. What an amazing outfit. You I bet you a... never expected Jimmy Jams. Oh, that's the just uh, uh, the thing there. Yeah. It's also just kind of weird because... I don't know. I just find it weird. I just find this whole... that That is the weirdest merch. So if you were looking for the weirdest merch, merch there it is. We've We've <laughs> seen it already. All right, um, and then we have the tote bag, forty three ninety nine. We don't really need to look at it too much. Not for a tote bag. No. Forty three ninety nine. That is I'm... very expensive for a tote bag. Yeah, but all their tote bags are expensive at this point. Mm. So I'm yeah, kind of over that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're quite actually. This is very EU problems, but uh, I think it's like some EU directive now makes has uh, made the plastic bags you get at stores even more expensive now. Mm -hmm. They're like. Not that much, but like they're like forty cents for you. Well, know. that's quite high. Yeah, uh, I mean, rightly so. Then, so tote bags could be, you know, something that is more normal to use in in grocery you stores should, now. You should use uh, reusable bags for your groceries. They I usually do. sell them like a bag for life, and they last is. so long. But exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I I do that. Uh, mine has watermelons on it, so that's cool. Nice. I'm an nice. evil boy. I use paper bags. I just like them. <laughs> At least it's better. Than oh my god, there's big brown ones, and you get. But they're the bags so yeah. like your stuff for you. Paper bags are so inconvenient. Do you like hold them at the bottom if you have a lot then? Like, how do you uh, hold them? No, I have like a little, a little wheel cart I got when I lived in New York City. <laughs> oh um, my god! Such a how process. Like a Seventy-five-year-old man. Such a fucking process for you to go shopping. <laughs> Just I mean, I don't always, I don't always buy a lot, uh, so like, I but don't uh, but at time. least you're using, at least it's you know, paper is better yeah. than plastic. It's paper. How yeah, paper bags have handles? Oh, but that rips yeah, so yeah, easily. They rip do. very easily, though. Like, if I'm buying, like, a six-pack of Pepsi Max, one and a half liters, I'm not putting that in no paper bag. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I just, I can't have a tote, because I always forget about it, so I, I'm not good at it. Right. <laughs> so right. paper bags it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah you got to get into the rhythm of it. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyways, um, some keychains that are very cute. There's a uh, uh, Final Fantasy 16 plushie keychain, Tiny Troll. Uh, for the, uh, both of these are fifteen ninety nine, uh, and an ambistoma uh, keychain, mm -hmm. uh, also known as an uh, axolotl. For those that don't know what you it see is, a little Kirby. Um, yeah, those are cute, and the price isn't that bad. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no issues with that. Now, 
I initially quite I, I was I probably still kind of like these actual figures. Um, mm. Yeah. But oh, not, yeah, they don't have ball joints, so that's they, good. They are they do cost ninety five euros and yeah, and you'd want all three. That is around oh. the price point you'd expect for these. That's the quality some amiibo. Yeah, yeah, the quality's a bit low. Mm. The, it's the hair that I struggle with the most here. Mm -hmm. I'm not so like the face is fine and like the this the stuff looks fine. The ancient mask is good and the cords are fine. Yeah, it's Ooh. the it's the the skin. And the hair. Yeah, the hair is a little strange. It's but... very, uh, very much. I've just bought a three D printer, kind of. <laughs> I think Maybe the now one is the nicest printer. of the three. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I think Emmett Selk is probably the ugliest of the three. Sadly. I agree. His Ladeus. Oh, is kind of looking cute, but a little bit weird again. He's but... got the Morth amiibo face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, their faces look a little like generic maybe like they don't really yeah, look like exactly. the characters like can... oh Emmett Selks doesn't look generic but it does look weird okay <laughs> yeah Emmett's just got problems oh right I haven't <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen this one he's got he's got them pouty lips <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I couldn't just advise him like... yeah it's like looks 250 little... pounds probably for all three yeah I can't deal with that Something about the quality and like maybe like just the lack of detail on the face makes him look like an organization member. Dude, oh. I was just thinking that. That's I was, true. Th also, his hair looks like it's just like flaps of like you know like they're little they're little the flap there flap there. He's like got tri just, yeah triple flapper. <laughs> yeah, a triple flapper and a flap back. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting, but um. Hey, they, th you're not supposed to look at them that closely, so, you know. Sure, yeah. You should yeah. chuck them on a shelf and forget about them Is after that... spending 300 euros on them. I mean, what else do you do? Do you play with them? Like, I don't uh, know. Yeah, you move it to the Hold no them piece. in your hands. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, also, they have oh, this... This I'm not too. This like, is weird. I can't speak on this, but this is uh, Final Fantasy XIV nail, nail stickers, uh, minion doodles for twenty-seven euros. That's twenty-six ninety-nine. Um, I see. If you are someone who uh, does your nails, let us know if you would use these. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I right. feel like if you just paid a little bit more, you could get like a nice acrylic design instead by like a professional. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Some of them are nice because they have like gold so or silver, like, like foil. Yeah, I think they're cute. I mean, they're. Yeah. I don't know. I but... I just don't know if the price is something that you would normally no, have for nail I have stickers. No concept like... of this. Yeah. Oh, it comes with a nail file. It comes with a nail. Wait, hold on. Yeah, what? it says it has an, em an emery nail file. Or at least it says material emery nail file, so it must have. Both. Oh, so a nail file is included. That's nice. I, I'm do. assuming they it's wouldn't... just generic since it's not like listed. I don't. I can't think of anything else that is made of emery. So <laughs> no. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this one's cool. The Final Fantasy XIV Ancients mask. Yes, yeah, is good one for of your cosplay. I, I guess getting. if you're if you're doing ancient cosplay, this would this would be very nice to have. Yeah, uh, that's true. It has some funny um, foam inside to protect your skin. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, I imagine I mean, it's it doesn't nice. feel nice directly on the skin. No, 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 true. I like it. I'm I'm a little tempted for this one because it's quite a nice. Forty six ninety nine. It's a cool item to have. Uh, 
Yeah, forty pounds. Though again, I feel like you could get a fan recreation 100%. for like a better price and higher quality. <laughs> well, yeah. yes. I mean, you can say that about everything, though. Technically, everything yeah. you can find on Etsy for cheaper. Um, mm. But you know, it's not official. We, yeah, That's we the stand the official merch because uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, here okay, are now we can talk. Thirty now euros for this. These are cute. Final Fantasy like, 14 fluffy slippers, fat cat. I'm a slipper fan. I don't have any slippers at the moment. I like slippers, so I, I don't know. What would you get? I'm tempted for the Namazu, but all three are so nice. Oh, yeah, there's three of them. Right, I forgot. So there's yeah. the fat cat. Oh, God. Okay, so we need to load the rest. Oh, okay. In the we're comments, not listed together. List your favorite so I can uh, utilize mm. your... I think the Moogle's the worst. Of the three. Moogle. I mean, Moogle's kind of like, you know. Yeah, all, generic. It, you know? Yes. Namazu. good. But the Namazu there, look at him. Yeah. They look, okay. Tempting. Also, tempting. these look like, I'm sorry, but this is going to. Remember when I was just, I had to wear bread as shoes for a day? <laughs> yes. This looks like hollowed out bread made to look like shoes. <laughs> I don't know why. The, the, <laughs> this color makes it look like bread. This. That is true. Better. Mm -hmm. This one also kind of looks like... No, this one does... Wait, what is the difference? Oh, oh I see. You're right, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are a one-size-fits-all. Oh, my God, it goes up to US size 8.5, I think. Is that small? I'm a 9. Wait. Fits approximately... Size. Oh, don't... Why have you oh. done the ones? It would fit, it would fit me um, barely, but... I think are they very small? small these oh, European so sizes? Where are the European US sizes? Size Oh, what the? These are for babies. What the fuck? Oh, Where's a size you 8? Oh, that's like US not a 8.5. 8.5. That goes to a, a UK 8. Hmm. But what's a, it in it's Europe? It's an EU 42. That's a 42 oh. for Europe. Europe. That's, that's so small. Size. I'm like a 45, 46. Are you fucking kidding me? 45. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's made of 44, 45 is my size. I'm like a, well, like a size 11 in American, so that's no Stop talking about your fate size. You're giving people fantasies. <laughs> oh, that's true. Put it on the wiki. Right, well, Put that's, it on wiki. That's 25, 25 pounds saved, I guess. Uh, you're not going to put them on a shelf, are you? Mm, no. no. Displayed slippers. <laughs> a waste of time. Uh, okay. Uh, there we go. Um, moving on. Uh, sorry, we have to go back up. <laughs> the puzzles! Hey, the, the, jigsaw the jigsaw puzzles. Puzzle. There's a shadow... A thousand piece of jigsaw puzzles. Okay, I don't have to open all of them. You've seen this oh, all before. No, you don't need to open this. For a jigsaw. There's the legacy... Pounds. There's one for every uh, expansion slash, you know, launch art, whatever. There's the legacy. There's the Realm Reborn. Heavensward. Stormblood. Uh, Endwalker. Stormblood one? Absolutely. I recommend the Rum Reborn one for uh, someone who is more new to Jigsaw. It has more uh, different landmark colors. pieces. Like you yeah, can... yeah. I, I would get either the Heavensward or the Endwalker one, and I think I will try and buy one of them. The Heavensward one is neato. Uh, yeah, that a lot of sky cool. though. Quite a lot of white sky and blue. Yeah, it's a bit tough. I like you a know, challenge in a puzzle. A jigsaw. Oh yeah. I mean, you, when you're spending thirty-five pounds on one, you want it to last. Oh, the legacy one must be really annoying with like a lot oh, of yeah. like yeah, way too much. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and Walker One's cool too. So that that's uh, that can be yours for forty one euros. I don't think that's too bad for a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. Uh, no. It's a little, maybe a little expensive, but, but it depends on the. I, I mean, the quality, it's it's a full piece yeah, uh, puzzle heads chime in. Is that a good price? <laughs> it's, a heads. it's a little random for a jigsaw, but puzzle, but mm. it's fine. Um, Why not? These pins are kind of cool. Uh, I like these. The status effect pins. Uh, now that I've saved mm -hmm. twenty five pounds, mm. I'm not getting Namazu slippers. Right. Uh, these are only yeah. ten uh, euros. So but, yeah, it's pretty good. which one would you get, Mela? Ah, uh, see, the thing with these kind of things, Yogi, I'm the kind of person who, if there's many options, I want them all. <laughs> and that's annoying. Yeah. But I mean, they're all, I think the Hysteria one is the funniest one. Well, the, the yeah. French one is kind of funny too, the Volnup. Mm -hmm. Right. There's but... heavy, oh, heavy is funny. They're all good. <laughs> yeah, heavy Out of is context. Good. The heavy one is just so funny. Like, what the fuck? It looks yeah. like a Sisyphus thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, the, those are. So again, it's hysteria, death, uh, brink of death, echo, uh, silence, and par paralysis, and heavy are the. And Volnup. The Volnup one is missing. But it's sold out. For some out, reason, apparently. missing from your page. I've heard. Yes, yeah, no, it's not. Page. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, it is. Yes, you've yeah. uh, you've removed the ones that are sold out. Okay. Uh, That's that is the best one though. Yeah, um, that's why. I, the Volnup is the one that I would have wanted. I will say, I would have preferred it at eight stacks, not seven, but oh well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, uh, then there's... Now we're talking. Now we're to the grown-ups uh, section. Yeah. Uh, this is what you want. This is, If you've got a, a, a nice boy or girl in your life who you want to, you know, romance and swoon a bit, get them the Elpis flower pendant. Yeah, there's a... There's, okay, and there... Now, don't be fooled. They are both silver. They are uh, both silver. There is a silver pendant Elpis flower gold, and then mm -hmm. there's an Elpis silver pendant Elpis flower silver. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you pick the silver one. Yeah. If you want to go for something, you know, stylish. Yeah. Or you go for the gold one if you want something tacky. <clears throat> yeah. It's gold plated. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, it's gold plated, which makes it's me... not shit. It's nine two five sterling, so it's yeah, it's, it's real silver. Stuff. But yeah, I think I would want the silver just pure. I don't want to like oh, put anything on it because that if that's... you're buying silver, you want to see silver. You've you've just made silver gold plating fake will gold. rub off. Yeah, yeah, gold plating rubs off eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that can be the yours. I was white, so yes, that's also true. Uh, this can be yours for two hundred and ten euros ninety nine cents. So, you know, look out for one of them soon. Yeah. Uh, then there's a fan, uh, fan festival twenty twenty three commemorative scarf for thirty five. I think this is rather it's it's quite big. I think. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It has all the jobs on the reverse. One hundred and fifty centimeters long. That's quite long. That's pretty long. I, I would wear it in reverse. I would. I wouldn't have the fan fest. 2023 on show. I'll God. wear it with just the jobs. Do you remember which was it? Uh, was it the 2019 fan fest when they all got like the rubber swords and whatever? Do you remember that? Remember that <laughs> fan fest? Yes, <laughs> that was yeah. that was strange merch. Um, yes. Anyways, yeah, this one's nice, and you can, as like we said, you can reverse it and not have the fan fest text on it. Uh, the fan fest text version actually covers. Some of the jobs. Oh, I see. They're not just all listed. They're they're, it's dub just they're doubles. Extra. Yeah, yeah, I see. I just think Final Fantasy XIV Fan Festival 2023. 
just as a weird advert to have on your scarf. Well, it's, it's I just I, the, the more simple design. It's, it's, like, it's I know that, so it's you can remember. I'm glad it's reversible, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people would hang this up like a banner over oh, yeah, like that's on their true. wall. Yeah. yeah, that's a good use of it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, then more there's socks. more socks. I... There's the Chocobo and Carbuncle socks. Again, same. I would buy the Carbuncle socks. The yeah. Carbuncle one reminds me of like a breakfast cereal or something. I say that. They look like mini marshmallows. Oh, yeah, yeah, little marshmallows. Yeah. At a distance, it looks like some lucky charms on your feet. Yeah, they're, they're cute. I like them. Uh, and then we have the one design available mm, for only one EU Fan Fest. Again, uh, here mm, is Clash all you deserve in Europe. on the big bridge. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's outside oh my God, of I, I fully no, it's just the bridge. Um, oh, it's. Bridge. I fully understand and agree with your opinion on. It looks just like an A4 print on a white T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> but the art—the art is really because cool. it's actually themed for the city it's in. I think that's a really cool way of doing it, and I, I kind of wish they'd keep that up for all of them, just as one design. Yeah, yeah. I like that it has the hoodie. I'll def I'll probably grab it, the. Hoodie. It also comes um, with a hoodie. Yeah, that's I'm yeah, more the hoodie. Like, yes, this was I'm cool. I'm to grab the hoodie because has the 10th anniversary logo on the, yeah. on, the on the front, mm -hmm. and then the art on the back. The the hoodie is more appealing to me because it's not white. I don't yes. like white shirts. The white, because mm -hmm. no. that's another thing when with this design, it gives me that like ironed on, you know, I've exactly, done it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of exactly. Um, it's a shame, really. It kind of, and it's so clean edged on the design. Yes. Maybe it needs a little bit of fading on it or something just to make it look, I don't know. It really I, should have been a full size. I wish, I wish it was like available as a, as like a poster or something because that's clearly oh, yeah. what this should have been. Yeah, like it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really cool. That it I would cool. love to see in a Vegas like themed one in a, I guess it's in Tokyo themed one or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. Put the Bass Pro Shop pyramid in one. People <laughs> love that. Yeah. Why not? Uh, the t-shirts the t-shirt is 29.99 and the hoodie is 59.99 it's a pretty standard fair price yeah. for, for these so there you go that's it that's the merch buy or beware or buy or buy I don't know buy or buy buy or buy <laughs> uh, your business not mine no uh, that's true um, spend the money your money on whatever you want Okay, um, that's uh, the merchandise. Uh, so uh, we'll move on. Uh, what is next again? Oh, I see. Yes, it's time for to talk about Las Vegas. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh boy, Sin oh boy. Sin City. Sin City indeed. Um, well, when we were covering um, FanFest, there were... We were getting reports sort of from people... Um, both in our chat, but also, like, we saw it on Twitter, it was on Reddit, like, something wasn't quite right during uh, during this, uh, which is weird, because the previous fan fests, from all we know and from what we've heard, uh, previous fan fests have been good. They've, they've been managed well, there's not really been that, I mean, there's always been long queues and shit, right? That's always happened, yeah. but... Something went very, very wrong here, and you've probably already heard of some of this, if not all of it. It's been covered quite uh, extensively by um, Zeppla, um, but uh, we're going to try to go through some of it now. Uh, 
the first thing that we heard is what we we can we can call it Watergate, which is funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, Watergate too. <laughs> it's happened again. It happened again. Um, there seems like about halfway through or very early in the day uh, on the first day um they ran out of water and there was like apparently a water fountain uh somewhere in the building and of obviously everyone queued around that that is one thing that i've gotten from this there were queues everywhere and you had to stand in them for a very long time uh, oh yeah so we'd have loved it in the uk <laughs> yes yes <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. In the UK, people would just be like, oh, lovely. Finally, a queue. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, so um, that's kind of shocking to, to run out of, of water. Also, apparently, um, water bottles were, like, being taken from people. I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Maybe like, there was, like, a no outside products thing at their venue. I don't know, but... Yeah, but that's irresponsible to do with Very how hot so. it is in Vegas. Yeah, like that's yes. it, you. <laughs> that's just evil. Yes. yes. Yeah, but you think people in Vegas care about that? The people that are native there, like that are trying to take advantage of the <laughs> yeah, the, Rollo, the tourists it's in the city for a reason. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's talking about the lines, uh, the merch line and the battle challenge line um apparently just merged at some point and just became like a mess <laughs> and there were the signs <laughs> were not at the front of the the queue line it was at the end so you didn't actually know which line you were in until you actually to, until you got to the front so there was there was a lot of problems <laughs> with that as well. Yeah. Which, like a law book, please. Uh, like eight yeah. computers. Yeah. So uh, fucking but chaos. They like, yeah, there was like no staff directing people to the correct lines, and then even some of the staff that were there were directing people to incorrect lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the staff were having issues in general of just either not really knowing and also kind of not willing to help from from whatever yeah. and again, accounts could be different yeah the a big disclaimer this is all based on you know what people have told us and told mm. the community mm -hmm. you know that's all this is uh, going off of we don't we weren't there so you can't you know don't 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 kill us um so uh yeah that uh was crazy yeah the the, the crew or the 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 people that people will often refer to them as like yellow shirts. Those are the people that were staff mm -hmm. uh, running around. Uh, it was just seemed very unorganized, and it seems like they kind of just gave up at some point. Like mm. it was just no, just too overwhelmed, perhaps. Uh, I have heard from the from like the Square Enix side of this, not from like any official source, but like I've heard that like the the what's it called the place um yeah, uh, lvccc um yeah. they the management seemed to downplay like um what they were telling them to expect like they yeah. they i've been hearing that like square enix was trying to prep them for the amount of people that were there yeah but like um they i guess they just underestimated that like fifteen thousand people would be there yeah I mean, if your venue has a capacity of that, you should be ready for all eventualities, and they, sh you know, the staff should be trained and, and able to manage that. It's an old venue, it's a prestigious venue. Yeah, 
they must deal with these sort of things regularly. Yes. It's very, very strange. I'm just going to read. We're going to get to uh, the ADA stuff because that's a whole other thing. Um, but um, I'm just going to read. the. These are two comments from the subreddit from people that were there. Uh, so they will they will paint the picture for you if you if you don't have uh, if you haven't heard of this. This is by no respite on the official uh, 14 forum. The official 14 forums. Sorry, the not that's not exi- that's not where it is from at all. It's from the subreddit. It's from the Final Fantasy subreddit. Uh, the organizers should be ashamed of the poor job they did. The ones uh, handing out badges f- uh, for the side quest just let us scan them without the photos. When I asked if I would get all three stickers, the organizer just told me to move. The line for the battle challenge merged with the merchandise line and the only sign there pointing anyone in the right direction was at the end of the line hidden around a corner behind crowds of people no partitions or anything to keep lines orderly we were told to go to the front of the line if we had reservations only to be told to go to the end by another organizer it took over an hour to do battle challenge and two hours to turn in side quests I was so appalled by this awful event that after the keynote, my friend and I left and came back only for the concert. Probably the worst convention I've ever been to otherwise. Of all people who actually did a decent job, uh, job, it was security who chose not... Huh? It was... Oh, sorry. Yes. Of all people who actually did a decent job, it was security who chose not to do their job checking people just to get them through quicker to make up for the long-ass line wrapping around the whole convention center. They even had to hand out tickets just for the merchandise line because it was too long. LOL. That, that's all FanFest is. Lines, 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 lines. Even lines for the f- fucking water fountain. Uh, all my friends are jealous I got to go they shouldn't be if I came to Las Vegas only for FanFest I would consider this vacation awful go do something else while in town like visit area I'm assuming 51 uh, uh, or one of the museums this was not worth people getting upset over because they lost to the lottery count your fucking blessings you didn't put up with this absolute (laughs) clown show oh and brilliant idea to hand out the privilege to get autographs randomly a lottery within a lottery amazing so there you go. It is Area 15. Oh, okay. It's okay. Area 15. Is that just like uh, a... I'm assuming a, a venue. venue. No, nothing about Las Vegas. All yeah. right. This is I mean, from... seems to sum up about, you know... Yeah. How it seems to have done. Yeah. Uh, and this is more of a uh, person... This, this is sort of more of the same, but um, this is from a second source, just so we know that we're not just doing this as like a... You know, we're not, not picked one comment and based a story on that. Uh, FanFest Aftermath. How much did it cost for you to go and was it worth it? This is by Yolo Meow. Um, Hello. Out of curiosity, I'm starting this thread to gather discussions on FanFest. The cost to attend and was it worth it in your opinion at the end? I live in Chicago and travel to Las Vegas for the event. My first time on an airplane. This was my first actual vacation. Never having left the Chicagoland area before. Travel was never really my thing, and after falling in love with this game during COVID and its music, I wanted to go and see the performances live as I purchased, personally, every Final Fantasy XIV soundtrack Blu-ray set. That being said, this trip was not cheap by any means. It was quite the adventure, though. After adding airfare, hotels, uh, Uber, Lyft, Lyft, taxi, the actual event ticket, plus orchestra ticket, food and logistical items to actually go go plus the fanfest t-shirts my bill came to right around uh, 2700 
uh, US dollars just for me as a single person. I learned... I lost $300 to gambling, so I suppose you could make it $2,400. At least you enjoyed Vegas. <laughs> but I'm, Jesus. But I'm including, uh, uh, I'm including that as the whole vacation package. It's what I brought and budgeted for it. Now, this is with me booking my airfare and hotel right after I bought the ticket to FanFest back in March. I stayed downtown at the Golden Nugget on Fremont what Street. That? that sounds amazing. <laughs> and not on the Strip, meaning hotel and airfare was only around 1200 Much cheaper than the Strip. Everything else added up to the 2700 Okay, there we go. Is that cheap for a vacation? Is it not? Uh, I don't know. It's my first time. <laughs> to me, that's the price of a new gaming computer. So yeah, it's Is a lot of money. Is that cheap for a vacation? No, no. I mean, it depends is. where you're going, but two thousand, almost three thousand dollars, is quite an expensive holiday, especially within yeah. your own country. Twenty-seven hundred, yeah, for just in your own country. If, as well. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of amount I'd be expecting to pay to go. To, I know like, the U.S. is big, Australia but... or something. But from Chicago to from Chicago, like, that's yeah. not a that's a that's... very expensive trip. Yeah, and for a weekend too. Like I'm, yeah. You know, in my planning for London, I, at least so far, the budget is not even half of that, I would mm. say. Right, right. And that's going halfway across the world. Yeah, and I'm, I'm staying there for a week, too. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, okay, so, the main reason I wanted to go was for the music. Using my own common sense, I figured a rock band was going to be stupid loud, so I bought, uh, bought some good concert earplugs, and even with those in, it was still too loud during the Primals concert. Okay, well, that's... Okay, but that aside, I was able to slide in and sit on the ground up front for the piano concert. Sitting in a concert for three hours sucks false balls, but the piano concert was beautiful, and in spite of this, I very much enjoyed it. The Primals concert was also good. I waited in line for, for food for two hours to get a pizza and ended up sitting in a good mm. spot in the food court for the Primals concert while I ate my pizza. It was right by a speaker and a TV, and I was still kind of able to see the performers on stage. This was also really good. I'm just sad I didn't have the female performers sing Scream. Scream is my favorite song. At least make a music video or something. Okay, so far so good. Well, yeah. I mean, if your ears aren't ringing after a good gig, then... You know what's wrong with yeah. you? But yeah, maybe they've not been to too many. Good yeah. job on the airplane. Never left so, this like... city. Yeah. Well, yeah, Austria. They're not yeah. less Chicago, so they're... Yeah. I don't know what Chicago's music's like. Probably blues or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know what this okay. Chicago. You, you have a weird we perception of the world. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Chicago. Yeah, they just listen to blues. Oh, and the deep dish pizza. Yeah. You barely know anything about the U.S. <laughs> yeah, there's... I know about the important <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Fraser. Fraser, of course. Uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, friends. Now. Yeah. True. Oh, your uh, friends. Yeah. True. Uh, Central Yo Perk. Yo <laughs> Yoshi P's actual panels. Not. Yeah. And little oh, side events you can go to uh, and do were also cute and fun if you were able to actually do them. I was never really into PvP, but watching the Crystalline Conflict Championship match was amazing. I was so hooked. It surprised me how good that was. Also the cosplays. OMG, they were so good. Seeing Rianji and Rean dancing was awesome. I know it must have taken you a lot of time and money to make those sets. Good job to, to you all, seriously. That being said, everything else was a total shit show. Logistics was a nightmare. ADA people got steamrolled. I wouldn't be surprised if a class action lawsuit isn't started over ADA violations. Security did nothing beside make people toss out their water bottles. The event staff uh, were outnumbered and gave up. All parties, 
all parties disconnected. Someone should be fired or criminally charged for how poorly this event was planned and executed. I don't know where the blame is, but I feel all parties are responsible. I feel at the very least Square Enix should refund everyone's $200 ticket money for monetary damages they may or may not have been subjected to for the tossing of water bottles and distress. Two hours plus wait lines for food and bathroom is criminal. Taking people's water bottles in 115 degree heat is criminal. With all that said, would you do it again? Hell no. no. P.S. Just as a little little cherry on top. That 2700 is now 2900 Thanks for the $200 doctor bill for COVID, guys. $200? Yeah, it's a uh, We can't even... I can't okay, l- listen. I, I got to add on to this. I know you guys weren't wearing masks. I saw so many of you not doing it. Please, it's a big event. You know you should do it. Yes, that is true. That's true. That is, that is, it seems like everyone has like forgotten that it happened. You know, it's like, that was a dream, wasn't it? COVID, that didn't happen. We're wearing masks everywhere. Who did that? We didn't do that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that is true. I mean, if you got COVID uh, and you were, didn't wear a mask, you know. Yeah. Not saying it would have stopped. It wouldn't it have stopped like, it. Everyone it's knows. a preventative <laughs> measure. The masks only really work if everyone is wearing For, them, really. If but... you're going to an yes. event with 15,000 people crammed into one building, I feel like the event organizers should think, let's just enforce it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. I think it's easier to do that in other places and that's all i'll say on on that that's true yeah um uh so ada that's the big one and there are some americans with disability act yes yeah i've learned learned that recently yeah Yeah. (laughs) i've never heard of it was funny yeah it was interesting because i had never heard it before and it was americans it's people yeah 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 yeah. it's it's It's... the disabilities act. we have similar stuff in europe obviously yeah um but um and I think everyone, I think it's because people just said ADA, people just, it's just ingrained in everyone that everyone understands that that's just yeah. how it is. We do that. Um, but accessibility it's to make sure that people with disabilities can, sure also can get around in a yeah, and, not, and feel yeah, safe. To actually participate and, yes. you know, feel looked after and valued. Yes. Um, and that was not... Which doesn't mean just plonking them on the floor. I, it's comical how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, uh, or it's was. very kind of like, I don't know, 1890s. It's like they just couldn't be bothered. I, I like, am surprised if there is not some sort of lawsuit. Like, sure, because this is a law. It's, like, it's I'm assuming it, it is it, a law, yeah. like it is here. Like, if you break it's that act, shit, so it must be, yeah, it must I mean, be. it must be codified in law. Yeah. So uh, it it covers a wide range of people from like people that are wheelchair bound, uh, wheelchair bound to pregnant people yeah. to anything in between. So yes. like it's mm. it's supposed to be for almost everybody. Yes. Well, I feel like any lawsuits will get directed at Square Enix. I think they will get rebounded at the venue because I think that it's, is their venue. It's the venue's job yeah. Yeah. to make sure it is yeah. um, accessible. Yes. Hmm. Uh, they had this. Square Enix will just be the face. Yes. Sadly, yeah. There is a very long interview with some people um, uh, that were there uh, that Sepla interviewed. It's like two and a half hours long. It's very interesting. Uh, so if you haven't watched that, go find it. Um, it's on Sepla's channel. You know, you know how to find that. Um, 
It was pretty horrendous. Uh, there was a... So they had, like, one row that was dedicated to ADA, uh, which had, like, just, like, this... I, From what I understand, they had put, like, just, like, a like a banner or something on, to on top of the, like, l line or something that just said that had, like, a disability symbol, uh, like, the, the handicap symbol on it. And mm -hmm. um, it wasn't really respected. People just sat on it anyways, even if they didn't have, you know, they just took people's places. It was also, also placed in a really weird place. There is a horrifying video of during the concert where you can see how strangely positioned this uh, line is because it's in the middle of the crowd. You can imagine mm. if you're in a wheelchair and everyone is standing because it's a concert, you're not going to, first of all, see the stage, right? It's just yeah. going to be people <laughs> standing around you. And that, remember, some people might have, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that they can have. Maybe they have, you know... Uh, I don't know what it's called in English. Like you, it, fear of like crowds, like mm -hmm. getting too close, whatever PTSD, yeah. whatever have you. Um, and they're really close. And there's a moment in the concert where they say, "Take a step back, a large step back." And there's already very little room between this uh, ADA section the and the hell? rest of the people. And they step back and come really close to the ADA. Like that's horrible. That's no, why you put them in the front, so you don't have yeah. to do that. Heaven forbid they want to get out of that situation as well. I mean, they're trapped there essentially yeah. for the whole mm -hmm. concert. Yeah. How the hell yeah, are they going to navigate asking, that crowd? They were asking some of the people in the ADA sections too to like, I think, move various times during yes, the concert. They did in some sections. Yeah. Um, which I think that's where the uh, I think a pregnant woman was uh, talking about her story there in relation to that. I, yeah. I think it got so bad that she just had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> like because it's. I think several people had to safe. leave because they were like that. It just didn't. It wasn't working for them. Obviously, and, because it was horrible. And the staff wasn't particularly friendly about it either. <laughs> no, there were a lot of and Apparently, a lot of this is you know. from what we've he heard. There were a lot of um, yeah, a lot of. Some of the blame is on the people that were there. Some of the, the people attending yeah. FanFest as well that were not mm -hmm. showing the proper care for people that yes. were there. Yeah. So a lot of people like bumping into wheelchairs, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's bad. And that's the venues, the venue should ensure that they're safe. That's that mm -hmm. simple. So yeah. you fucked up. It's especially in Vegas. Like, again, I'm not saying they shouldn't host in Vegas again, but it's 115 degree weather in the summer. Like, just the heat alone, if you're coming from the outside and being out there for a couple minutes, will make you, like, slightly delirious. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. wild. Also, that yeah. Some... I also, also heard that seating in general was very difficult to come by at the venue as mm. well, which is not good. I mean, not first of all, chance, you, you run out crowd. of water. There's a, like a two-hour line to get water from the water fountain. They take your water bottles, and now you can't even sit down. Like, to me, this sounds like a fucking nightmare. I would I, leave. I would leave. Yeah. yeah. I would not stay in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if I was that pregnant, I would have left too. Or if yeah. I had, like, some mm, kind of... Not I'd go as far to do some sort of charge back on the... the 
Yeah. Ticket or whatever. Like, I, I would be very disappointed oh, for if that was a chargeback for FanFest ticket. That's, I don't <laughs> know if banks would let you do a chargeback that <laughs> no. I mean, that would be, I would have to try then. I'd yeah. be so uh, angry. Oh, yeah. So I saw that as well. There's a lot of the, pro and again, a lot of this is on the attendees that were like, you're aware that there are a lot, very few seats, but there were a lot of people that were there that would like hold seats, reserve mm. seats. For people yeah. that would never no, come. Don't do that. Yeah. So they would like, you know, that's that's fucked up. Don't do that. Don't be mm -hmm. don't be that person. But you know, that it, happened yeah. as well. But I think the thing we haven't talked about. So ADA stuff, terrible, should never have happened. I hope those responsible will be punished. <laughs> <laughs> punish them uh, if you have any legal recourse too i definitely implore you guys to explore it if you have yeah a legitimate thing there yeah yes that is yeah unacceptable uh, but what's also unacceptable is that security gave up at some mm. point like at some point they didn't even check if you were like part of the the the, the event like they would just let people in at random which that's without... really scary yeah, and we didn't talk about it on this show, uh, and we'll be careful talking about it too much. But there was there were some in the community that were trying to like scare other people, saying that they would yes. bring certain things to FanFest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and knowing that, you know, having that in the back of your head, and then knowing afterwards that security didn't check people—that's fucking mm -hmm. scary. Very I, scary. Yeah, that is potentially yeah. dangerous. So you know, that's. This was on the second day. This, this was, was on the second day. That's the important to note. Yes, yeah. second yes. day. But even yeah. then, it's like, you know, we know the oh, reality yeah. of America, <laughs> yes, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. It's, you know, it's super you, scary. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is scary, legitimately terrifying. Like, I'm yeah. very glad nothing happened, of course. But, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I hope. Yes. So, shambles it was it really was uh which i will say the online none of that translated to the online coverage which was perfect uh, mm -hmm. so for once yeah. actually watching the online stream was seemingly better than actually being there now the best seems. experience you can have for if most they people managed to make the concerts available to stream or to watch as well there would be no reason to ever go to fanfest mm. because that sounded awful. Mm. I hope London is better. Well, that's what we're hoping mm. now, and that's kind of why we're covering it now. So hopefully they will learn from this and know that this is unacceptable. They know this. They know. But mm -hmm. we can just only hope that they... That, that we're going to a smaller venue in the EU one. Um, mm. So there's not that many people. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully they've, I they've mean, learned. I mean, from what chat was saying earlier this venue sounds like they are more prepared for conferences rather than like a fan convention type event like fan fest is yeah so it's possible that they were just untrained which is not an excuse but it's possible they were just untrained for this kind of event that's these kind of back numbers. square enix though they should have picked a venue that was capable of handling this type of event yeah then. yeah yeah I think both of them are they are both at I mean, fault. I think we have yeah. to just I, admit yeah, that. they definitely are. But I yeah. mean, a venue should. Um, I, I assume the venue is promising that they can handle this. Oh, I that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gone through with it. Yeah, if, yeah. Like, if they didn't make, I mean, I feel like yeah, it is on both of them. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Just go back. Well, yeah, I think I, I think what we're seeing is that Las Vegas may not be the best place, but I know that's Yoshi P just wants to. Spin. He just wants to gamble. He wants to Why gamble. Do they insist on it. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, he's such know. a weird why choice. You, in, Europe, mean, why you, in, in Europe, they go all over, right? They go, they yeah. spread what, it around every year. Yeah. Or every time. What are you saying, Rollo? Why do they insist on it? Are you talking about Square Enix? Yeah, like, what insist on Like, I understand they want to be on the West Coast because, you know, the Square Enix headquarters it's and closer. North America is there. Yeah. But There's a lot of options. You could just though. do San Diego then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. sure Rollo, it's expensive, but. Rollo, have you not yeah. seen Yoshi P on the, the Las Vegas casino floors at all hours of the night? It's all he wants. He wants on your old time. He wants on your own time, old man. He yeah. does not have his own time, Rollo. No, no. <laughs> I, you shouldn't make your, your whole. Problem. Your whole uh, fan fest should be based on you wanting to gamble. <laughs> oh no, I'm Take joking. Well, no, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm saying... All right, but I think we can say that they might reconsider next time if they're going they to so. Las Vegas based on the feedback yes, they're getting. I agree. At least not summer in Vegas. Like that part yeah, is that's, crazy too. That is yeah. the craziest part, actually. Yeah. Peak summer in yeah, Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like like Yogi have... was saying, the fact that they do it in different places in Europe gives more people an opportunity to go if they live in that country. Mm -hmm. The same should yeah. be appropriate for America. Yeah. Not everyone on... I mean, the East Coast people are going to struggle either way. Yeah. So mix It's it never going to be on the East Coast. I know it's, it's never difficult. going to, but maybe they should put in the effort sometime. Why is it too difficult? It's too difficult. Far it's away. Much, it's further for people traveling from Japan. Europe. Mm. Yeah, I know, but they... Europe, they travel to London. Europe... Yeah, but that's still across the continent. The the uh, a, a flight to a US is in uh, across an ocean. Yeah, that's true. And uh, then the land. Okay, right. Well, uh, so that's uh, uh, there we go. Uh, Las quite, Vegas. Quite bad mm. this year. Bad in person. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure some of you have uh, had a good time, regardless of the issues. Oh, and yeah. I hope you did. But um, yeah, we have. Sorry to those that had a bad time. Mm -hmm. uh, if uh, do we still want them to send us the stuff, their stories? I think. Or... See, we should have done it before the show. I just realized before thought, we went. At this point, I, know, I, I don't want us to like <laughs> to like keep going. You know, for for weeks. No, I don't want to stretch yeah. this out. Yeah. It's yeah. We, there's we've said it. There's already a lot of coverage on this topic already. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's going to be more to, for us to cover in the future if this goes anywhere. There will be lots of yeah. other stuff to cover in the future, so we'll see. Look forward to me and Georgi possibly being trampled uh, at London. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If if it's that bad, it's yes. Vegas. Yes. I All right. That there's a fraction of the people that are going. There's at a fraction of the people, but it's less. it's also a smaller wilder. venue, though, so you can still get trampled. Yeah. The wild people, Georgi. A thousand people can mm. still trample you. You know, he's <laughs> gonna be two-dimensional by the time he comes back. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, moving on then uh, from the Las Vegas uh, experience, um, we'll be jumping into a little bit oh. of a spot of Mogmail, perchance. Uh, just a spot. Just a spot. Here we go, uh, Mogmail. This is from Kylin from Mateus. Hi, speakers. So Dawn Trail is coming. We're going to the new world. A friend and I were talking. She loved Eleven back in the day and was reminded of uh, Atargan while uh, watching the new trailer. And now Yoshi P is doing interviews where he says that the team's thinking about new Eureka Obozia-like content that could make sense for 7.x. If they did take inspiration from Eleven, what do you think this could mean for possible new exploratory zones? Uh, Rakas... Oh my god. Rakaznar, perhaps Alsab oh, Sabi. Alzabi, 
with periodic besieged events. Would love to hear some perspective from folks uh, with as much MMO history as you all have. Thanks, Kai. That's interesting, because I didn't... I just started to think Beast. about Eleven, because the Mamul Ya are from Eleven. They mm -hmm. were introduced... Did you say that with a soft J? Mamul Ya. Sorry, I played Eleven, and I played with Norwegian friends, and we would say mm -hmm. Mamul Ya. Mm -hmm. Mamul uh, Ya. Not, not voiced anything that's in Eleven. Funny. So that's why I always struggle mm. to read the, the names. Um, but uh, Ottergon, Treasures of Ottergon, uh, is... Um, was the expansion where the Mamul Jaw was introduced. And what else do you think was introduced? Pressure Corsair. Oh. Mm. It was the expansion of, of the Mamul uh, Jaw and Corsair. And um, the what they're talking about here is actually kind of cool. Because uh, there was a, a city called Al-Zabi, which had besieged events which are essentially hamlet defense but just imagine a city state right you're in a city state then you get a warning that there's uh, incoming troops that are about oh. to attack the city you need to prepare right. or you can intercept you can you would then run out and try to find them because they would march from a set location uh, and then just you know head towards the city and you would fight them you could actually fight them before they reached the city but if they reached the city you would have to fight them in the streets, and the whole city would turn into like a battlefield kind of thing. So it's I would just teleport to Limpson and Limpson. <laughs> but I think that's a cool way for them to possibly reintroduce Hamlet defense. And like, because we there is one fate that's kind of reminiscent that was introduced mysteriously, or was it two? The one I'm thinking there's about two. the uh, two there's of them. The, there's, they, there's the hive, and there's the one that's in Upper Lanusha. Oh yeah, the one in uh, is you mean the, the red belly hive and the other one? No, no, no. I'm thinking about yeah. the the mysterious one that was introduced in Stormblood that has the unique symbol. Oh, the oh, oh yeah, the yes. Sorry, and yeah. that's what I always thought about when I saw that. It's like, is this a prototype for like a bes like besieged event? Because that one like moved mm -hmm. uh, and had like a countdown yeah. to like reaching a destination. Uh, so they could possibly have that as like a fate spawns and then heading towards the settlement. And then if you don't kill it in time, it triggers a larger fate within the city. Um, that's a good name, Al-Zabi. Al-Zabi, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good name. Yeah, there are good names in, in that expansion. Uh, I think maybe that might be... It would be weird for like Final Fantasy XIV, which is technically the sequel to Final Fantasy XI, to go to the homeland of the Mamulja and not have any Eleven references in it. I think like, that's true. They, 11... they don't want to do it too close, though. Otherwise, it kind of just seems like they're repeating an expansion from eleven. No, but I think imagine how many people have never played eleven. Like, there's there they can Most probably people. sneak exactly. So any reference to eleven will just be that's new. That's true. Just for them. Yeah. Just for the eleven boys. Were yeah. were the Mamul Jal and uh, eleven like kind of Native American coded, the same way they are here? Uh, no, they weren't. No, they were. I don't think they were. They were. No, they were not. They were... Okay, uh, no, just curious. Yeah, they were like... Um, <laughs> they were, of course, beastmen back then. So they were... They were... Um, they, they were the ones attacking uh, during the, the besieged stuff. So they, they were the baddies for the most part in Eleven. At least during okay. that expansion. Uh, they were not... I don't think they were... No. 
It's been a long time since I played Eleven, and I was very young, so maybe I didn't pick up on it <laughs> if they were. So you know, I don't know. No, it seems like it wasn't from the little I've seen. So right, you, I mean, you're probably right on with that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's uh, I, it's definitely possible. Um, new exploratory zone. Rock has. Oh God, I can never say it. Rock has nar. Uh, is that I don't remember the civilization that made that structure, but that's what I always thought Allegans were like sourced from in 14. Mm -hmm. If you look at uh, Rakhaznar inner circle or inner sanctum or something, if you look at pictures from that place, you'll see some. I just look a little Do you see that? Yeah, it, it has like the red Allegan stuff like going through. Rakhazna Inner Court. Inner Court was the name. Right, right, yeah. right, right. That it's was like a famous an... place in Seekers uh, of Andulin. Seekers of Andulin, yes. Oh, yeah, great times. Which is what our uh, FC and thus uh, mm. uh, podcast is named after, is the, the wordplay there. Um, lore. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It was so named after Seekers of Adeline. What? Sorry? The suspended sculpture, notorious. I think that's monster. a quest monster, if I remember correctly. Oh, anyways, long time ago. <laughs> not <laughs> not going to talk about Seekers of Adeline. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm expecting some Eleven references because of the Mamulja. I will also say, mm. I have fucking spiraled into tinfoil territory <laughs> with that fucking trailer. I, oh I am so lost oh, in my. I I've looked this. at it so much. I have now stopped. But I'm doubting whether or not he's actually holding a sword. Like, like it's. I am. I think <laughs> it's not. A, you think he's holding? You think it's a whip? I think it's something. I don't know if it's. It's something else. I don't want to say what I think it is, but <clears throat> he's Why not. Do you want to say what you think? Because I don't know. I don't <laughs> understand no. what you think it is. Look <laughs> at his hand in some of the shots. They uh -huh. literally, it disappears. I wish I could show it now. Maybe we'll have it uh, another time where I where I can show you how crazy I am. But like I've gone frame by frame and looked at his hand when he's holding the weapon. In some cases, he holds it in impossible ways, as if he's holding something else. You wouldn't handle a sword like that. I might have just gone crazy, but in some there's a there's you know when there's the the shot of the throne and he like jumps around and spins, mm -hmm. you know, at the mm -hmm. very first shot. You can see that they've done made the effort of making his sword like sh shine, so you know he's holding a sword. But then when he lands and gets up, there is nothing in his hand. Mm. Go watch it, and you'll see it. Else. There are ways, like they've done some some fucking trickery to make. And the other hand, don't get me started on the other hand. There's a point where he gets hit with the tail and you know the, the, the sparks fly if you stop it right before the tail hits him he he like lifts his hand up with the sword in his hand and in one frame all of a sudden his hands look like this for a second that doesn't make any sense he's holding a sword sorry in this hand he's holding a sword in this hand can't do that when you're holding the sword i think the sword's in the shadows no. You're making me frame by frame. Are you doing it You shouldn't have said it. <laughs> yeah, you should go, go have... And I think it goes into the shadows at the back. And, and why does he not have the sword when he's on the boat? Like, why? Where is it? It's, it's not even this, in... It's, it's not holstered. holstered. There's no holstered for it to be in. 
Well, you would have an, seen he's it. In a, he's in a peaceful situation. It's just at the back of the boat. So I'm telling you. I think I might be having a lamp moment, but we'll see. There's also a point where there's <laughs> he there's like we're behind the two-headed mamulja and he he's holding the sword. And then as the mamulja and the warrior of light moves, the shadow of whatever he's holding, the sword just like it gets like weird and blurry as if they're like br like they've tried to like hide something else that's supposed to cast a shadow there very sus very sus <laughs> that shot is is really sus anyways i am did, did you see that other theory uh about his shirt with the i don't think we said it last time but about the it's 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 a uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles so it's alluding to pirates versus ninjas mm. the old oh. old meme mm. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, th there's there's been talks of you know whether or not he actually is the new job as well. Like maybe he is. This he's got to be. He's it he's, could he's be all a red draped herring. up. He's, they're hiding it. Yeah, I think mm. I think so too. The fact that he it's not like he arrives on the boat with this gear on, so it'd be weird for him to like be any other like because usually the poster boy job is an existing job. We know that, right? That's yeah. usually how it is. So, but no job seems to correspond with the outfit he's wearing currently. So, I don't know. Anyways, that's been my... Uh, yeah, I've gone mad. But I've gone mad before and I was right. So, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, it's possible, but I feel like it's a lot of the... Mela, the shadow just... thing is so strange. Like, the pixels literally get blurred when he, like... I don't know if you know which shot I'm talking about. Like, it's the one where the mammal jaws, like... It's from the top of the shoulder of the mammal, yeah, uh, yeah. And he yeah. walks across with the sword, like and casting a shadow on his. Yeah, and leg. look at the shadow as the shadow of the mammal jaw hits it. It like brightens up and moves down, and then there's like blurry shit happening on him. It is an unusual shadow. I'll give you that. Yes, it is. It's strange, as if they're hiding something. Anyways, uh. uh... We we can't we can't do that yeah, now because there's no visual. Yeah, You've, yeah. <laughs> I think there's something there, um, but it might not be. You know, it's, it might just a lot of for them to pop in quite a nicely detailed weapon with sparks and everything going off just but, for the next trailer for them to go. <laughs> we didn't. That but just is it is it really that nice, Mela? If you look at the sword, if you actually it's look nice at enough. the sword, it looks like a very basic sword. Well, Wasn't the sword just a paladin sword? Isn't that what people were saying? Yeah, it looks like it. It's it like a short. Be. It's like a tantal. It's like a short yeah. sword. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, there will be plenty of time for me to pull out the tin foil at another time. So uh, until I, I uh, until I've uh, descended further, uh, we'll move on for now. Uh, okay, we have a Q and A to go through from uh, Fanfest. Uh, this was a Q&A that he did with uh, the gaming press. Um, this one is summarized by uh, MMOs.com. So shout out to them for, for putting it all here. Um, this is with uh, Yoshida. And uh, uh, Aimi, I think, is uh, translating translator. for him. Translator. Yeah. All right. Let's just jump into it. Uh, you mentioned the theme color for Dawn Trail is gold. Could you tell us what kind of guidance you provided to Mr. Yoshitaka Amano when you asked him to create the illustrated logo? That's from Famitsu. 
Yoshi P says, During our conversation about the logo illustration, I expressed to Mr. Amano that our theme embodies adventure. We already went to the end of the universe to save the world, after all. The next phase of our Warrior of Light's journey takes them to a region that we have named the New World, setting sail by ship. I made it clear to Mr. Amano that we aim to encapsulate the thrilling sensations of discovering untouched lands. Upon reaching the new continent, a monumental palace-like structure can be seen, an iconic feature of this new territory. Our intention is to capture that sense of fervent excitement and anticipation. While gold was discussed as a potential theme, it's notable that when we consulted with Mr. Amano, his medium of choice was monochrome, black and white. Mr. Romano's unique style and thoughtful selection of colors are crucial to the integrity of his work, something we didn't want, wish to compromise. Therefore, the artwork was initially delivered in black and white, uh, with our team later introducing the color. I must confess to a somewhat audacious request I made of Mr. Romano, jokingly, asking him to incorporate a rainbow within his black and white composition. <laughs> We deeply respect the techniques Mr. Romano employs in his artwork, drawing inspiration from his creative output. After much discussion and guidance, we are delighted with the final logo design. We eagerly await the unveiling of how the logo integrates with the cinematic aesthetic when Dawn Trail is released. So, there you go. And imagine being like, we're going for just gold and rainbow colors, and you go to Romano during his depressive phase, and he's like, <laughs> black and white only. <laughs> black and white. That's all you're getting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a good it's a good little logo. I like uh, logo. this logo. I like yeah. the circle. Yeah. The, yeah, I like the rainbow. Yeah. It's super. I've said it before. It gives me Guild Wars two vibes, but it's super. Yeah. Super yeah. Cool. It's very unusual. Sound mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Are we getting an explanation on the Endwalker logo at some point? No. <laughs> no. It, it's kind of the same as this, actually, isn't it? It's that weird, like triangular Death Star, like the the whatever that ship was called from. Star Wars. Yeah, a Star Destroyer. A Star Destroyer, yeah, it's that again. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Endwalker brought an end to the story we've been following since the beginning of 14. Uh, Dawn Trail starts a whole new story. Do you already have an idea of how vast this story will be and how many more expansions will develop it? Uh, from Sector SK. Uh, what Yoshi country is that? Slovakia, I think. Yes, I almost said Scandinavia. That's uh, uh, a good country. Yeah, my favorite country. Yoshi P says, I'd like to clarify a particular point. It was never our initial aim to create a single extended narrative from our inception of Final Fantasy XIV. Naturally, we incorporated some elements of foreshadowing, which we've done since A Realm Reborn. You may have spotted certain clues that suggest future developments. This is always done with the hope of exploring those elements further in the future. With each new expansion, we aim to weave these story threads together. We intend to adopt a similar approach with Dawn Trail, revisiting elements we've foreshadowed in the past and exploring how they can be connected to the new storyline. The length of this arc will be somewhat dependent on the feedback and desires of our players. If players really like it and want to continue, we will likely continue it. We certainly aren't short of ideas, with enough to fill two complete expansion packs. However, I can't disclose any specific details about those ideas at this point, of course. That's fair. Okay. I'm just thinking about if like people, the player base does not respond well to it and they just wrap it up in three patches. <laughs> and off yeah, to a new would, story! That would be so funny. Yeah. I kind of want that to happen just to see how it goes. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. I don't really need an overarching story in an MMO. Like, an expansion pack can be a 
just one story if it has to be. Well, yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. Like, the Hydlin one was amazing, but if they need to do it just as one expansion I mean, from now on. Well, they said that they were done with like long overarching stories, didn't mm -hmm. they, when they ended the Zodiac and Hydlin plot? I think they plot. can do... Yeah, I think they can do arcs without having to necessarily make it feel like a massive exactly. like, mythic yeah. story. Like, look at Heavenswood and Shadowbringers. They both feel like isolated in their own story, but also they are part of a greater mm. whole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, also, I mean, it's, it's good to know that they already have like two full expansions ready already, like that's in their true. minds. So. Mara City is one of them. Obviously. Um, mm hmm. Don't know what the they have a whole. Yeah, there's all of Northern Tural. Oh yeah, that's what it's yeah. Oh yeah, that's North true. Of the New World. There's also and Ilsabard. All that's left of Ilsabard. Yeah, that's true. Mm, don't forget the shards. Ooh. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Southern not explored as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against exploring the shards at some point, but I want to explore the rest of our world first. Yeah. That's true. I think we can start shard hopping when we've fully maybe mapped our own world. Um, I want to explore one of the shards that's more elemental, like one of the ones that was collapsed through like fire or something. Let's mm. just find a way in and look at just this destroyed, burned world. Yeah. I don't think they exist anymore. No, that's I think they've really no, They're gone. But they would be more fun than like the light and dark ones. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to reach a point where there is just no clouds on the map just mm, exactly. the map please of of mm -hmm. etheris mm -hmm. um all right were you inspired by any specific cultures in the real world to create the regions featured in dawn trail uh, hmm, uh that's from that that's i don't know I, 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 that's the one the short answer is yes this is Yoshi P answering. That said, we don't want to discuss this too much right now and reveal more information in the future. But yes, there is inspiration from a real-world culture slash location. Oh, wonder what it is. Brazil, Brazilian uh, culture. No, I don't know. Don't know. It might not be. Modern Brazil will just be there. Yeah. Uh, what will be I the features? Two Cristo Redentor is towering above everything. <laughs> Uh, oh. It'll be a Heidelin statue. <laughs> uh, what will be the features in Dawn Trail that will help old players to get back to the game or even bring new players to the adventures in this new area? How can they avoid getting lost in the current lore and get up to date to play Dawn Trail? Oh boy, here we go. This is from IGN Brazil. Oh. Yoshi says. Currently, since patch 6.1, we've implemented a system that allows players to revisit the lore and various characters throughout the stories. We're also contemplating ways to accommodate players to wish, who wish to bypass the earlier content and dive straight into the latest offerings. Interestingly, every time we announce a new expansion, this question arises. I'm sure you're aware, but even with the release of a new expansion pack, our previous content doesn't become outdated. We continually revise and enhance our content, which is largely narrative-driven. I do ponder whether newcomers would be keen to skip directly to the new expansion pack. Our duty support system ensures NPCs accompany you during main scenario quests, meaning you don't necessarily have to play alongside other players and can run through the content quickly. We've made it possible to experience the game solo, 
I understand the comparison to TV series oh. where... Oh, do you now? Do you understand the comparison? I see, Yoshi P. I've never heard you say that before. I understand the comparison to TV series where someone might want to jump into season six, for instance. However, we've ensured the earlier seasons are accessible to newcomers. We do want people to play through the story, though. That's such a stupid example, though, depending on the TV series, because you wouldn't want to jump into season six for a really heavily story-based TV series, I don't think. No, I agree. I mean, maybe no. some people would, You but say that, I but... wouldn't. Would you, like, jump um... into, like, season four of Game of Thrones? Like, I'm, no, I'm going to watch Game of steady. Thrones for the first time, season four. I'm going to watch the I'll third start. Lord of the Rings film and right. see how it goes. <laughs> I, no. It's a little strange. I just don't get it happened. that with um i mean sure it season two was like the dope one that i was one jumped in on. to watch this take from come from season two is very weak no i'm saying that's a lot of people jumped in on like so there's a lot of recapping well, that was so but that's if, that's what i'm saying so that's i don't think it's uncommon it's yeah <laughs> yeah you could yeah, okay there are examples in, like, there are examples in like a sitcom and stuff sure yeah there are examples of situations where that would happen but i think uh, yoshi p is trying to explain here that it's funny though because the question from the journalist is very like you know with experience from other mmos where that is like of course you have to like now skip all the old content right exactly but yeah. that's not how 14 works so that's why this question yeah. pops up every time obviously i mean you should have just said you can just buy a jump potion because you can do well, that yeah, you and, can, yeah. and skip everything um but yeah. yeah that's your penance for skipping mm -hmm. um the uh way that fanfest rolls out development staff like rock stars is pretty unique what do you and the development team feel like at events like fanfest where you will so often be stopped and asked for photos etc from glhf good luck have fun um we don't necessarily parade our developers around as if they were rock stars the intention isn't to bask in the limelight. We're game makers at heart. So we're nerds. <laughs> Developers aren't traditionally meant to be front and center in such a way. Sometimes when I participate in live streams, I come across comments like, Yoshida oh. has aged oh, no. or he's gained weight. Oh. What? Who's Leave saying that? Who's saying that? I've Which... definitely never thought the second one. No. Uh, which I assume is not particularly appealing to viewers. That's me. Don't, don't leave Yoshi feel P alone. About yourself, Yoshi P. You're not old looking or no, chubby. No. You look the same as always. I mean, you're I mean, yeah, but yeah. Given the nature of MMORPGs, I believe fostering a mutual understanding among players, media, and developers is crucial. With a game amassing a wealth of content and systems, it is important to dis discern what players, developers, and media want to see and report on and facilitate that communication. Such mutual comprehension allows an MMO, essentially, uh, uh, a game as a service to maintain its appeal. Um, while I'm flattered and privileged to be asked for photos, I'd like to mention one thing. I'm more than happy to oblige as long as you're comfortable posing with a middle-aged man. Oh. <laughs> uh, at the first North American fan festival, I remember being in the casino area when someone requested to lift me up in a princess-style carry. What? You might so, even find that picture online. I'm just thinking, like, I love the setup for this this story just because in the casino area. Yes. In, yeah. In the... <laughs> um... Okay, uh, in Japan, a girl once asked if she could perform a wrestling move on me, swinging what? me backward. I as long, said yes to that quickly. As long as it's amusing um, and intriguing, I'm game. 
So, however, there was one thing I'd caution against. There was an instance when I posed for a picture with five others from the same free company. The photo was shared on their social media, with only my face visible and everyone else what? anonymized. I questioned the point of such an upload. We were all having a great time, although we must ask for permission before posting photographs. I would urge you to reveal your en rev reveal your enjoyment and share your face in the photos. That is I do agree with that. That is weird. Yeah. Because the whole point is that you're there with the OCP. Why would you say, oh, mm. like... Like, this is us with Yoshi P. Otherwise, it's a just a picture player. of Yoshi P standing. Yeah. Well, we it, like, you know, depends on where you post it. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, obviously, I you still so. have you still have the photo uncensored. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah, so that's fine. If you're, it's only for you, then whatever, you know. That's fine. I guess I understand. I mean, why upload it, though? Yeah, I, the upload I'd part is weird. It, like, I'd understand it more if everyone except one person's face was blurred. Because, yeah. like... Because then, like, it's because it's your photo. You don't necessarily want to, uh, like, uh, dox people, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone? It's, kind it's of, weird, isn't it? That's kind of strange. It is a yeah, bit everyone odd. is weird. Uh, okay. I'm in the show notes of Yoshi P. I mean, the back of this man's head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, can, you, can you tell us about the greatest moments you have experienced with 14? The milestones you have... I have to scroll down. The milestones you've reached as its producer and director, or some of the experiences that have made uh, you have made as a player and a part of the community. That's from Tag Twenty Four. Um, Maybe okay. it's German. Tag. Mm. Tag. Tag. Guten Tag Twenty Four. Yeah. I forgot my German. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. Uh, Yoshi P. Very similar to French. Very similar. <laughs> Shut up. That is a reference no one gets. <laughs> You may find this answer familiar. During our inaugural fan festival in Las Vegas, as we were attempting to reinvent Final Fantasy XIV following its initial failure, a technical hiccup occurred during the registration process, leading to rapidly growing queues. Our then PR director, observing the escalating frustration among the crowd, asked me to address the attendees directly and offer an apology for the inconvenience. With that in mind, I stepped out, prepared to apologize, and brace for an unfavorable reaction. But as I began to express my regret, the crowd recognized me and started to cheer and applaud, expressing their appreciation for the relaunch of Final Fantasy XIV. Many, many fans thanked me for revamping XIV, and one young man even proclaimed that I was his hero. I'm, si I'm simply a Japanese individual who came to create video games, so this response left me humbled and immensely relieved that our hard work had paid off. That moment I mean, remains... real, though. Yeah. That moment remains etched in my memory, one I could never forget. The He's just a simply a Japanese individual is such a <laughs> impersonal a way of referring individual. to oneself. Yeah. Uh, start saying that about yourself, Lukiel. I'm simply a Norwegian man. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said I'm, I'm a simple <laughs> no, Norwegian man. No, it's not even man. It's individual. 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 I am yeah. a Norwegian individual. The pandemic has altered the way we connect, with media interviews now taking place over Zoom and in-person fan festivals no longer feasible. However, following the day one screening of the Dawn Trail trailer, the excitement reminded me of the atmosphere during that first festival. So there you go. Uh, mm -hmm. Humble King, uh, Yoshi yes. P. Ten years on, what sort of balance do you consider when looking at fan feedback and requests versus your own philosophies for what Final Fantasy XIV should be? Uh, this is from Nova Crystallis. Uh, Yoshipi says, e explaining how I maintain balance is indeed not easy, 
easily articulated in words. As a bit of a gamer myself, and a warrior of light in Final Fantasy XIV, I can resonate with many of the feedback points. From a player's viewpoint, the focus generally seems to be on uh, immediate alleviation of current inconveniences. However, from a developer's standpoint, simplifying everything might seem adv advantageous in the short term, but from a broader perspective, it might not be beneficial. It would even upset the game balance. We also need to take into account the varying playstyles of our user base, with some preferring a more casual approach and others taking a more hardcore stance. If we were to consider and implement all feedback, it could potentially destabilize the game. Regrettably, there are times when we cannot accommodate certain content requests. As the game director, it falls upon me to evaluate and navigate these situations. Ultimately, there is no simple formula, and it relies a lot on intuition. Discuss while I get a drink. Uh... It's interesting he says that about balance and the like when it comes to simplifying, because I, I do think they tend to kind of lean more towards simplifying in, in general sometimes. So I don't, I mean, he understands that, but he, I don't, doesn't seem to employ that same ideology sometimes. No, that's true. It's definitely a lot of homogenization in um, the tank role specifically. Yeah, I think um, that I think it's because there's likely to be for like you're more likely to result in people not playing if it's too complicated rather than the other way around. Mm. That's true, but there are some people who revel in <clears throat> in the sorts of classes where they are very technical and complicated, but they have a huge reward in terms of DPS. But in this game, they've pulled away from more and more throughout time. They've pulled away from rewarding high level skill in terms of dps in like in terms of a job's difficulty level like a really technical job won't have much higher dps than a very non-technical job right mm. and uh, so mm. i suppose if you're not going to be rewarded for playing the hard job why would you right. other than it being fun so they might as well just focus on making them enjoyable i guess mm -hmm. mm. yeah uh okay um are there are any crossovers are any crossovers between Final Fantasy XIV and Final Fantasy XVI planned from Eurogamer Germany? Yoshi P says, I've had a chance to discuss this with the producer of Final Fantasy... For fuck's sakes. You can't keep doing this joke. <laughs> uh, I've had a chance to discuss this with the producer of Final Fantasy XVI, who happens to have the same name as I do. Whoa. We are discussing this and are close to announcing something, but there's nothing we can divulge just yet. Expect something on this before the end of the year, though. There you go. Mm. Before end of year. Some, uh, there's a few decent ideas of what it could be in terms of, you know, rewards. Oh, yeah. Torpor minion, torpor oh, mount, maybe please. Ambrosia mount. Ambrosia if they mount. want to go simple. Ambrosia I mean, she's is a just a chocobo. Chocobo. Yeah. yeah, but if they don't want to do Torgal as a mount and a minion, they might do that route. I feel it's like it might be simple... Might be similar to the Lightning Returns one in terms of where it's more just outfits. Maybe like a weapon or two. If we don't get a Torgal minion, I'm going there will to. Be, there will be a Torgal minion. Yeah, okay. And you're right, there will be, a, be If there's a, if a, there's a Torgal outfit. minion, it'll be the puppy version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Puppy Torgal, Jill outfit, Joshua outfit, and Clive outfit. Yeah. And maybe if we're lucky. <laughs> a Clive mount. Yeah, that would. Clive Mount, that would be a lot. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot. I would, would like to see a rogue. Very brave uh, thing to add 
but all right. Uh, anyways, patch six, sorry, five point three released on August eleventh, twenty twenty. Overhaul. Okay, I'll reread this sentence. <laughs> patch five point three released on August eleventh, twenty twenty. Overhauled a lot of the main scenario quests and duties from a realm reborn. Can you talk about what it was like revisiting that content and deciding what to keep, what to remove, and what to revise? This is from Operation Rainfall. Goodness, a scary website. You don't yeah. need to. You don't need to necessarily date the patches in your question. No. <laughs> That's a <laughs> very, very Georgi thing to do. Yeah, it's a very Georgi thing. <laughs> uh, Yoshi P says, Actually, I don't feel there was anything that was eliminated which I would have preferred to retain. During the process of condensing the content, we adopted various methods to abbreviate it. We, conduct we conducted a study to identify... Okay, you got this. Yeah. I'm having a stroke. We conducted one. Yeah, oh yeah. We conducted a study to identify at which stages of the content players were most likely to drop off at. There were certain quests where we, as the development team, felt we had overdone and needed to scale back. We examined various NPCs, the quests they offer, their dialogue lines, and how it all ties into the core lore. Based on these factors, we made decisions on which characters could be eliminated. This proved to be the most challenging aspect. There we go. That's the process of... I still think the A Realm Reborn MSQ could do with some more trimming. I... This, <laughs> it's true. I... There's... Yes. Yeah. Any examples you can think of right now? <sighs> well, I recently leveled... Uh, I said this. Mm -hmm. um, a character. Um, no, I can't think of it right now. <laughs> I, I can't think of it. I, I, my, I'm too. Uh, you know, I, I'm in show mode. I can't think. Um, we did miss some gold though when they took out some stuff. Sadly, like we missed the, I think the scene where the sylphs are impersonating. Well, I will say, Fancred could remove all of that. To be honest, like there's <laughs> the sylphs in general. There's still some annoying sylph quests in there that are still pointless. Um, but. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the shroud. That might just because I just generally don't like the, the, that part of the shroud, the East Shroud specifically. Um, I don't know why. It's probably because of the sylphs. Um, but there's there's some some stuff. Oh yeah, the patch uh, storylines as well are a little bloated sometimes. If Those I are still some of the worst, I think. Yeah. Um, but that's more like I don't. It's not that we need to remove the quest. But maybe shorten some of the quests because some of the quests have too much going on in them, which is just pointless mm -hmm. adding. Um, but yeah, I, I think they probably need to go through it again uh, just to get to slim it down a little. Because there's a lot of times when I did the MSQ where it felt like nothing was happening. I'm just like, mm -hmm. there was this, they're introducing the plot, and then now I'm just, you know, out here picking flowers or whatever. Oh, and, they're the best quests. Ugh. So when dumb. you go and collect like the oranges or whatever from in Lenosha. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't need that? You know, it doesn't really. You progress. Do. I think what they need to do if they're going to go over it again is to remove all of the quests that don't progress the plot directly. I think that's the way to I go. I don't think you can have full action mode. I think you need the small slice of life moments to make the action but more impactful. But I think you know because impactful. What's impactful? Going like, oh, you, little one walking one, you have to pick up flower. Everything's calm. You're enjoying picking your oranges. Everything's going well. And then suddenly, like a meteor strikes the orangery, and you're like, oh my god, 
It's Lahabred. He's here to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that some of the worst stuff too is still the, um, the, I mean, it's the meme, of course, but the Waking Sands, where like you just have to go back so much off, like still, you have a communicator. Just tell me. We can yeah. solve this character moment. Well, yeah. The reason we don't do that, there is a law explanation for that, is because um, Link Pearl trans, uh, communication can be hacked and also yeah. overheard. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you are just shouting out loud. Plus, I mean, I think the Link Pearl law is shit because they <laughs> connect because they're all from the same oyster or whatever. Yeah. Which is a horror. Like, same I, oyster I, family, I think. I don't think they can. I don't it's think crazy how they keep track of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they could remove the fact that link pearls can be hacked because that is actively relevant to the parts of. Oh the story. yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. But it's just I just think the lore about them is wild. Like I think these special pearls, you pop them in your river. They have to. We picked these all out. We keep them in a big bag of these are like X link pearls. If you want an X link pearl to talk, you can... yeah. There's gonna be yeah. a situation where you've just bought a link pearl and you're getting some random person's communication all the time. Like, we just happen to have quantal entanglement with these little uh, clamps, you know. I, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's it? a very fantasy way of dealing with communication, though. It's what a would great the way of dealing with it. Like, if you deep, like, if you deeply think about it, it's insane. It is the more absurd pieces of lore that remains in this game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I don't think... Every one of the Scions got a pearl out of one oyster. No, and oyster got family. Their own. It's the All oyster, right, oyster, oyster Well, okay, but then this trader who went and bought a link pearl from that oyster family without knowing it is getting all these communications as they go, we've got to breach the Guardian well, Citadel. I think, the, I think the idea is that you, the Scions would have their own... No one else has that. Um, that, that yeah, their farm of this oyster family. This, yeah. it's, a, it's a secure farm, like a secure, a secure channel. Secure oysters. <laughs> well, yeah. It's ridiculous. I, it's, I think that's ridiculous. how that works. I just love it. Yeah. It's so... Out there. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah. In in fourteen, like especially post the Realm Reborn, the Link Pearl lore has gone crazy because all of a sudden everyone has a Link Pearl. Like you have, yeah. Like you, it's suggesting that we have a bag full of Link Pearls. Yeah. But we never we see us them out, pick it. Them in. But we don't. We never do. So exactly. we How do we always have a Link Pearl in our ear? It doesn't make any yeah, sense. We just our head is. Full of pearls. We just we have, shoved like, them all in. Pearls just shoved in there. It's disgusting. <laughs> like a you clutch rattle them around. <laughs> a clutch of pearls. It's oh. so awful. Yeah, that is. And awful. like, I'm going around and like, oh, I might need to give someone a link pearl to communicate. So I've got a bag of pearls linked to this one, but I don't want to get it. I've got okay, you, to keep it a separate you, bag because that is like a bag of other pearls. Just don't think about it. Just don't think you about it. You meet another quest and you're like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake, it's gonna put. <laughs> It's like, like rattle in there. Like oyster families. <laughs> Imagine how many people that woman singing with a nook could communicate with. Oh my oh, god, yeah. yeah. She's got, that is the she's reference. Like the, the okay. Grandmother of all Link Pearls. All right, send her back. Um, Endwalker's story is full uh, of emotional topics that are often difficult to broach uh, for many writers and players, such as existentialism and loss. Not for me. Can you talk no, of about not for you. <laughs> Can you talk about any inspirations and difficulties in taking these on? This is from MMORPG.com. Yoshi P says made this article. Uh, no, yeah. In all honesty, we apply the same philosophy every time we create an expansion, not just for Endwalker. Take Shadowbringers as an example, where we had those who wished to unify the fragmented worlds. The Ancients aspired to restore the status quo, whereas the, the Warrior of Light and his allies are rooted in the present, 
accustomed to their respective worlds. They all have their distinct ideologies that they strive to uphold, and don't. And I don't believe there's a definitive, definitive right or wrong answer. Endwalker encapsulates all these narratives and brings a closure to the Hydaelyn Zodiac saga. At least, it marks the end of the first chapter. We've been accompanying players on this journey uh, through the story. It's indeed a complex theme, but I believe you'll notice that we've carefully considered it and brought it to a conclusion we're content with. Attempting to encapsulate all of the, these narrative threads within just Endwalker would have likely been an insurmountable challenge. We acknowledge that it's a complex subject to tackle. I want to reaffirm that it was certainly challenging, but I also hope you have the chance to interview our scenario writer, Natsuko Ishikawa, to gain her insights. Oh, hopefully that's an interview we'll get yeah. in the upcoming days. Yeah. Uh, so that a bit more in depth. Yeah. I think they wanted specifically about like Ultima Thought and the existentialism part of it rather than Yeah, it was tough. But Shadowbringers <laughs> had something else. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> That's I true. Want, I want to know more about what well, he said about Endwalker. He said the interview yeah. Victoria said Endwalker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's not the writer, so he, maybe he oh, can't speak to true. as, he as well as he would like to. Looking forward to an Ishikawa interview. Yeah. Uh, would you consider implementing cross-regional data center visiting or even a cross-regional data center duty finder queue system from Easy Allies? Uh, Yoshipi says, from the technical side, the ability to freely travel between North America, Europe, Japan, and Oceania data centers are already built. That said, Whoa. we haven't opened it up yet, as the culture between yeah. different regions can vary, can vary significantly. Very significantly. It should be Listen, very, but they spelled he, it very. Yeah. He's just saying that because we doesn't want the Westerners in Japan. Yeah. We're not no. that different anyway. Free the horde! Free the horde! Is it okay for us to suddenly open the floodgates and let players visit different regions and mingle together? Yeah, we wouldn't want to mingle the different cultures. We don't have the confidence to determine that yet, but it's something we can, we're continually continuing to study and discuss in meetings. This is actually, I mean, I will say, this is a double-edged sword. This is the monkey's paw, because there is... There is something, you know, like server culture, you know, which is already sort mm. of dying That's a little bit because died, of what yeah. we're, what we're, you know, we already have. Uh, this would be the absolute final nail in the coffin for server culture. Like there would be, it will be Welcome. over. So that is something we'll lose with that. <clears throat> Looking forward to one day getting but kicked maybe... from Sastasha hard for not speaking Japanese. Maybe we'll get some good cross-cultural stuff, as in like, yeah, like NA starting to use macros. Could you imagine that? Join like an extreme and be like, no way. Yeah, here's what you do. Like, <laughs> I mean, probably not. I think like, what they still... will do instead is that they will just introduce a new filtering system and it'll just be NA data centers only. And then that's what they'll do. We'll remain <laughs> yeah. in our enclaves. For, we, we will not mingle that much. It'll just be, it'll be convenient for like us, for instance, so we can play with our all of all of mm. our viewers, you know, I mean, we can, regardless of where they are. There are also functionally different ways that, like, um, data centers handle certain fights. Like, um, the Bone Dragon in Labyrinth of the Ancients, some will drag it to the top and some will keep it at the center. I believe JP's data centers still prefer to keep it in the center. Mm. I feel like yeah. it would result well, in a lot of minor arguments that could... It, escalate yeah. in stupid ways that is true uh i mean but i don't know i think you'd still get a lot more of just people being able to play together even more like i 
I think that would triumph over any kind of negatives. And also, let's be real, the NA and EU things are not that different. <laughs> like, no, no. It's it's people are are like opening up for us is probably not going to change much at all. Uh, mm. I, I don't. Yeah. I think the I ping is insurmountable. The, the erosion the has already happened with, like, in terms of well. server culture. Anyways, who who mm. like reps their server anymore? Like, I feel like that's Ragnarok. I mean, I still I feel you know connection to if, Ragnarok. If he still, really but... doesn't want us in the JP servers for what, sure, open it up for whatever. The yeah, because like we i mean most of us speak english and can play together just fine yeah well, yeah exactly. i mean i don't, don't say that it's him i think he's considering <laughs> like the the feedback of the communities and specifically the japanese community in yes. this case yeah exactly well, it, it's is... just japanese that's what i'm saying like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't particularly matter for the na or eu ones no no we could well the question is can they do that like like it's i assume they could but like it's probably annoying for them to have to implement that but we'll see. That's true. They probably if will. they can. If nice. they can already do it, they probably will implement it at some point. It's just a matter of how and when. Well, we will yeah. also, if we're going to open it for the West, we should probably open up for Oceania as well. That is also true. That like JP has much higher clear rates for Savage and Extreme than the Oh, right. So I feel like they might expect a certain level of competency that we don't have. But well, you can already filter that out with, like, just the language thing. Like, you can say, like, yeah. there's, like, the language button, English which we don't language. use because we're in the WIST. But, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Mm. Well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever filtered your party on language? Never. No. No, why would I? But I I'm in America. <laughs> exactly. They could do that. I mean, in Europe, here, it makes more sense, I guess, if you are... French. Well, only French or German. And you would... <laughs> yeah, you could get a French-only party. Yeah. Very rare to happen. Though. Salut. But uh, they can just... If they want to have the... The little... You know... The little corner. Yeah. The little xenophobic okay. corner. They can have Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Okay, don't no, accuse I mean, them of that. No. No. But that, that it is the only, like, server that I think would even really care about that. Yeah. Oh, that would be funny, yeah, actually. Opening it up for 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 North America, you, you you would have to to deal with the cultures of Europe. Uh, yeah. In your parties. It's but it's not that different. Is the thing. It's France. not that different. Is it, sorry. <laughs> well, France is. I had a sneeze. France is sneeze. special. Uh huh. But I think it'd be more likely you'd see more NA players on European than to. the other way around. Yeah. What if the French in Europe join forces with the Canadian French on the <gasps> NA though, and there's a, like a oh, main they wouldn't oh, sh no, no, they the wouldn't. Quebec, they hate the each other. The they would punch aside the their French. differences. No, they would be bad dragoons <laughs> together. You are. What if? You are the Quebecois <laughs> considers themselves the, even more the true French than the French do. I, like, I think there's too yeah. much. <laughs> that love to watch those a French unspoiled by revolution. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, moving on. Um, after variant and Criterion dungeons, do you plan on working on more four-player endgame content like this? What was the feedback so far? And does it mean we won't have new 72-player content in the future? Big fan of Bosia here. Uh, this is from Frandroid.com. Yoshibi says, the structure of the Variant and Criterion dungeon systems is currently quite robust. Um, we aim to keep rolling out more content in this style and will continue to listen to player feedback. You can anticipate further additions similar to the Variant and Criterion dungeons in future updates. Naturally, we persist in our discussion and creative brainstorming for unique battle content. Uh, 
uh, for large-scale battles like Eureka, we're still keen on creating content within that realm. We're committed to generating new challenges in this field. Okay. Please look forward to details regarding components of the variant in Criterion Dungeons tomorrow. Yeah, in the live letter, which we have covered. Okay, that's interesting. Um, that's what we want. Uh, I, w I would like them to get like give Eureka style content another go, like. But it has mm -hmm. to be an like Eureka, <clears throat> whatever. I won't. I won't shit on it. But Bosja was better. It was more streamlined. They'd done an improvement. They need to keep that flow. Yeah, yeah. I think the only real complaint is... I would say with Bosja is that like there was no downtime. That's true. Yeah, yes, which I, agree. I I would just like a little bit of downtime between the fates and like the yeah. scenes. Mm. Okay, that is true. Um... This question's ridiculous. Uh... They've talked about it in the past. Okay. Sorry, I just had to pre-read it because I was I didn't understand what the question was. Okay, ideally, I'd love to buy Final Fantasy 1 and put it in an arcade cabinet in my house. Being able to play the first few Final Fantasy games in Final Fantasy 14 would be amazing, even if it was in the cash shop only. Can we ever expect something like this? So wild. So that's interesting. So like in the toy box, maybe like to yeah, have that as like I mean, an arcade that would game. Be incredible. That would be incredible. Jesus. Uh, Yoshi P says, and this is could be surprising to some of you. We started exploring this idea about a year and a half ago, with the launch of the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series. We thought it would be exciting to incorporate these games into Final Fantasy XIV, perhaps playable at the Gold Saucer or within the player estates. We did conduct tests, but we discovered that the Pixel remasters run on middleware. Therefore, to incorporate them into 14, we would need to develop a system capable of playing the middleware. Our Final Fantasy 14 team is extremely dedicated, but this level of integration might be a stretch. If we had a couple more exceptionally skilled programmers, this might be feasible. So if there are any highly skilled engineers amongst <laughs> the Warriors of Light reading this and you're up for this challenge, we'd love to receive your job application. That's half in jest, but also half serious. As Final Fantasy XIV is essentially a Final Fantasy theme park, we're always looking for ways to incorporate more of the franchise's elements. Most importantly, though, I need to clarify the question's mention of these features potentially being available only via the cash shop. So if we put it in the cash shop, don't get upset with me. If we yes, do implement this, we may make Final Fantasy I to three available for free and sell the others. That would be insane. I'm, I don't see any of them being. I I would expect any more than one being free is is yeah, so yeah. unlikely. Yeah, one's oh. a beautiful game, but <clears throat> imagine if you could sit around the FC house and watch your friend play Final Fantasy on the I guess Final Fantasy television arcade thing. I don't. I oh, can't That'd imagine cool. the game showing it. Three is a bit to too that. much for oh. including in the free ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, even two is quite a lot. So it hasn't yet, but. Yeah, that's it's interesting. All right, last question uh, from Inverse. Have you thought about expanding Final Fantasy XIV into other mediums, like anime or a TV series? Would you like to see that personally? Yoshi P says, 
If given the opportunity to oversee production and supervision, I would certainly be thrilled to work on a TV series based on Final Fantasy XIV. However, my current responsibilities as the producer-director of Final Fantasy XIV, the head of Creative Business Unit 3, and a board member means that I probably won't be able to take on the additional role of a TV series director. While I may not be able to personally undertake this project, we remain open to potential collaborations. We are always willing to entertain proposals from uh, enthusiastic teams interested in expanding 14 into other mediums like anime or TV series. In fact, we've had previous approaches about such projects, but the pandemic unfortunately disrupted those preliminary discussions before they could mm -hmm. mature into substantive plans. So there you go. That's the confirmation that the TV show that we talked about early was real, but as we theorized as well, the pandemic destroyed the plans. No, what could have been? Yeah, yeah. Big truth. I, I would have liked that. I was interested. Was it would have been interesting to see how they like who they would follow, like what it would exactly. be exactly because it could it have was been like a live action role. show. Yeah, yes, it, that's how it, it was. Like in low. It wasn't be... like Daddy of Light. No, it has to be Chocobos. Yes, and it has to, <laughs> of course you think of Sid. Yes, that's true. Yes, um, I do hope that I wouldn't <clears> mind like because the the high school manga adaptation is pretty fun i mean they made some weird character choices in there but it was fun yeah um it was unique i don't know make, make it, if I they were an to anime. make that into an anime i think it would be the kind of thing like it'd be a five minute short space anime yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's way too short to be a whole series <laughs> make an original series but don't make I it about like 14 law series really yeah. Uh, no, don't do in lore. Do about people playing fourteen. No, not no, we've done, done that already. Done that already. This time, anime. No. no. Why are we so afraid of making a fucking story within the game world? Why does it all Log have to be on. at the, the game? I'm so tired of that. Rollo, so you start off being. Oh, not another isekai. Isekai <laughs> would be worse. Oh. I know it would. I'm so tired. I'm going to suggest Jess. I'll suggest even worse. Okay. All right. But no, I agree. I'd like an in-universe. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lastly, he says. However, if the Final Fantasy XIV team ever, sorry, fourteen team ever decides to pursue such a project, our primary concern will be preserving the image players have of Final Fantasy XIV. We are committed to delivering only high-quality content that meets our standards. Although we don't have any concrete plans at the moment, rest assured that if we do move forward, maintaining quality will be our top priority. There you have it. That is the Q&A. Uh, yeah. It's a good Very one. nice. Very I'm nice. Actually, interesting yeah. questions. Mm. But I hope there's an Ishikawa one just for more of that look, because that was a bit of a weak answer. Yes, yes. Uh, seeing also as if like she is leaving... Well, it's not leaving, but she's no longer no, going to do the leaving. MSQ. Well, technically she is in like terms of no, the writing she, part. Apparently, apparently she did the outline. She's still doing the outlines but of the story. She's not writing the MSQ. Writing it. Yeah, she's not like... But her, mm, yes. She's yeah. giving it to the juniors. Yes, she is. Her strength is her care, or her dialogue. I've seen a lot of yes. people... What people say. I've seen a lot of people worry about that, but you do keep in mind that the um, Myths of a Realm storyline was written by a mm. new, like new people. And yeah. that storyline is really good. Africa. Yeah, so. both Pandemonium and Myths of the Realm. Uh, Pandemonium is written by the MSQ writer, so it is proof that like they, they can. can. You may you may or may not like the MSQ, and right. it does seem like more people dislike it. But that th shows that they can write a really good, engaging story. Yeah, as with, well. Yeah, with depth to it and yes. twists and turns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you shut up about Game of Thrones, you can write good. Whoa, Final Fantasy 16 is good. 
Yeah, how dare you? And that game is literally a one-to-one copy of. Yeah. Oh, you're so wrong. You are. You are so wrong. You're gonna be eating your words when you finally play it. Yeah. Just wait one year from now. I'm gonna make you eat those words. One year from now. Cannot wait to hear Rollo's outdated ice cold take about Game of Thrones in sixteen. I'm still waiting for Rollo's one year from now, Kingdom Hearts 3. Tapes. Yeah, that's that has been a long year, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, listen, one day. <laughs> if you okay, if you didn't know, we'll say this real quick. Rollo is convinced that there's no Game of Thrones has had no influence on Final Fantasy 16. No, you're simplifying it. No, that is why you said we said no. the Game of There's Game oh, of Thrones is in the DNA of Final Fantasy 16, yeah. and you can't. It's in the interviews. It's in the game. You can see and they're it. Wrong. They're How wrong. How can the makers of the oh, game be wrong? <laughs> they're wrong. They literally said it. Okay. It is superficial at best. Oh. You are, you are just like the contrarian. Nice. No. German influences on French. Okay, we are not doing that. We're done. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Thanks everyone. For watching. That is the end of the episode. We'll be back uh, next week, same time, same place. Uh, remember to follow on Twitter at speaker6lv, twitch. or should I say X? Uh, uh, how do you? How would we go about that now? Because it's no, still, still twitter.com, Twitter, yeah, but it's, it's called X. X. Follow us on X I, at twitter.com. Twitter. No, I'm not. Uh, no, we're not calling it that. <laughs> twitter.com slash you know that twitter because that will continue to make him angry follow us at the hellhole at twitter.com slash speakers xiv twitch.tv slash speakers of highland youtube.com slash speakers xiv exclamation discord in chat if you want to join our discord server if you're watching on demand links in the description all right uh if you're watching live poster is coming up see you there bye okay bye You've just listened to an episode of Speaker Supplied Alone, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.